Welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Confidant. And we'll be back after this commercial break. Welcome to another episode of the Real Estate Confidant. I'm your host, Mike Razor, here in New York City. Hope you're doing well. I'm doing well. Ah, it's a beautiful day today. Ah, haven't been outside yet, but I know it's gonna be an amazing day. Don't let nothing hold you down. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Welcome. Today's episode on the Real Estate Confidant is about student investors, student investors, college student investors, investors investing with your children, including your children in the business. Okay, building them up, teaching them how to do things. Uh, Not so long ago, I put a video up on Instagram uh, and what I didn't realize was a friend of mine had her had her uh her son watching the video too so i felt like i had the need to bring this to you all so i'm bringing it all right once once again i want to give a little shout out to uh nipsey hustle and his family lauren london his wife you know and the whole nipsey nipsey crew you know um r.i.p and um you know it was just sad that Things had to go the way that it did, unfortunately. Um, you know. Uh, anyway, ladies and gentlemen, the uh, the raffle that I that I put up, the socks uh, the socks have been received. The uh, the gift card will be received, and you know, uh, apologize for the individuals who didn't make it. Sign up next time. You know, send me an email next time, you know, that kind of thing. Um, what else? So, hopefully you guys got your taxes in order and whatnot. Not your t- I'm, <laughs> I'm like half sleep on the, on the microphone right now. Hopefully you all got your credit in order right now. Like I always tell you all, in order to start this real estate investing stuff, your credit has to be on point. Um... You know, it doesn't have to be the best, but as long as it's better than the rest, you know what I mean? Uh, So make sure you get it taken care of. DSXDesign.com is a great place for you to get a $5,000 trade line placed on your credit report to give you some leverage, to give you some cushion. It's always good to have a team working with you and building your credit, okay? Uh, In in business, period. DSXDesign.com, all right? So check them out. You also have Ox Publishing. That's another company. Uh, Horizon Car Services is another company, but they only uh, they only send your credit score. I mean, your uh, trade line to TransUnion. Uh, who else? My Jewelers Club Card. That's another one. Uh, so check them out. If you didn't know, now you know. Um, you can also try Z Black Card forward slash ZBlackCard.com forward slash PTCE. Uh, check them out. 
uh, see what they're talking about on the Z hundred Z seven hundred program. Uh, what else? All right. So listen, this is what we're going to do. We're going to go into this discussion real quick. You know, then we're going to have some breakfast because I haven't had breakfast or coffee or anything yet. You know what I mean? Um, so the focal point is student investors, student investors, college students, freshmen, students who uh, just started college and need a place to live or live in the dorms and want to move out and so on and so forth. Doesn't matter where you are. It matters what you know. Knowledge is power, but applied knowledge is a portfolio. Remember that. So when I was in college in North Carolina, um, a friend of mine, which this is when I had really didn't have much of an idea of what real estate was or how important it was. You know, I read the Robert Kiyosaki books and so on and so forth, but I didn't think that I had the capability of uh, actually purchasing. There was something that just, it was like a separation. Nobody actually said, no, you could do it too. You know what I mean? That kind of, I always thought, well, you know, I'm going to have to wait until after I finish college to do it, that kind of thing. And the reality is that's not true. That's not true at all. Um, as a college student, you have the right to do it. You have the right to purchase an investment property, et cetera, et cetera. Um, so the one thing that I will tell you is this. Though. First, you could co-sign with your parents uh, on a loan. You know, just talk to them. Tell them what it is that you learn uh, on the, on the um, real estate confidant. Do some more research, uh, speak to your professionals and, you know, uh, see what they say. See what your parents say. They may not have an idea of uh, what it is that you're talking about. But if you're clear with it, with the information, you'll be all right. So think about it. Think about going to school, having your own home near the school and you're not having to live in the dorm rooms. You're not having to you know, deal with the problems of dorm life, you know, which some problems are good, some are bad. You have your own uh, single family home or multifamily home or however you want it. And you have the ability, if it's a multi-unit prop, uh, um, excuse me, more than one bedroom, you have the ability to rent out the other rooms. When I was in college, my friend's dad purchased him a townhome uh, a couple miles from the the uh, the school, and this was basically a brand new complex, uh, and I believe it might have been a, a condominium or something like that, or like uh, excuse me, a community uh, HOA community, um, and you know he rented out each room for five hundred dollars a month, so it was one, two, it was three bedrooms. So he lived in one room. He rented out the other two rooms. You know, he got he got his mortgage paid from the other two renters. You know what I mean? And he lived rent free in a beautiful townhouse, you know, beautiful townhouse, beautiful uh, neighborhood, you know, and he just drove to work. I mean, excuse me, he drove to school and back. Boom, boom. And he had his parents help him with that process. 
This is something that you all as students could do as well. So have a discussion with your parents. Uh, tell them that you're interested in purchasing a home near the school. Um, and do your due diligence. You know, find out the nearer, the, the uh, mortgage brokers or banks that are in the area that are willing to work with you. Uh, find out what the specifications are with regard to student uh, investors. Okay, this is going to be your first time purchasing a home. So you could utilize the first time home buyers association. And in some states, housing is like literally like thirty, forty thousand dollars for a single family home or a multifamily home. You know, depending on how far away you are from the school, the close to you, you know, so it just depends. Uh, so you have definitely have options. The other thing is um, this is definitely going to put money in your pocket so that you don't have to constantly go to a nine to five job and then go to school and then, you know, go to the go to job again, go to school. I've seen a lot of people who had to go part time because they needed to make a living um, in order to sustain them, their well-being. Um and this will alleviate that to an extent. The other thing you want to do is um, there's certain requirements that the banks have. If you have all cash too, then you don't have to go through the bank um, and whatnot, close quick, that kind of thing. But if you don't have a job and you don't have anybody to co-sign, then you have to you may have to find other alternatives if you don't have parents to co-sign or anything like that you may want to have a friend of yours who work full who works full time who has good credit to go ahead and get that property uh, for you and then transfer the deed into your name and just pay that person every month some type of uh, monthly you know fee or what have you Okay, let them be part owner, him or her be part owner in the property. This way you uh, you now have your own property and you both will be sharing in the profits. Whatever, however you guys decide to uh, negotiate that. The other thing is when you're a senior in, in uh, college, in a university, um, and you uh, land a job, for example... You can get a loan for your first property or for your for a, a new a real estate development property uh, by getting a letter from the job that you're that you're uh, you're going to work for, um, explaining that you'll be there and you'll be making a certain amount of money and so on and so forth. You get that letter. You don't have to be required to have two years worth of work experience. So. You know, there's alternatives to the opportunity. Okay, and what I mean by that is there are ways, different ways for you to get to the same point, to get to the same goal. All right. So I know this this will definitely help some people. Real estate knowledge is key. Uh, If I knew then what I know now, I would have probably purchased the whole neighborhood because now the neighborhood where the school is located at has been have been re, has been redeveloped. So on its own. So this was during my junior and senior year. They started to redevelop the neighborhood, put new real estate up, et cetera, et cetera. 
Um, and like I said before, I would have purchased one of those properties because uh, most of those people own those own that property, the, the property outright. Most of them, you know, got it, uh, uh, um, received those properties in the wills and, you know, it was just handed down to them. And, you know, they didn't really know what to do with them. The, the, most of the properties started to become dilapidated and, you know, it, it just needed a serious renovation, you know, so. You all have the opportunity to move forward in the process of building your real estate. The other thing that you want to do is, as students, is build your credit. Now, let me be clear about this. This may, if you're going to purchase the property on your own, this may be one step that is required of you. Okay? Not maybe, but is. You want to make sure that your credit has um, some type of history. And many students going into into college, they don't have any history on their credit. And then when they get to the college, they have uh, banks and credit card companies there offering them lines of credit and they take it. You know, they don't even have a job and they take it thinking that, you know, okay, you know, what are they going to do? I'm going to take it. I'm going to use it up. It is what it is. They know I don't have a job, so I'm going to do what I do. And then next thing you know, boom, they swiping. And now they have um, their credit looks terrible. Uh, and we're, we're trying to alleviate that. So this is what we want to do. OK, you're coming in with this knowledge. This is your freshman year of college. Now, you know, you're going to see. Uh, you're going to see these credit card companies coming at you, trying to get you to sign up. You're going to take advantage of the opportunity. First thing I want you to do, creditkarma.com. It's not all, it's not fully accurate, but it's free. So go there, creditkarma.com, put your information in. Uh, you should know your social by heart, et cetera, et cetera. And I want you to find out what your credit is, what your score is. If your score is around 600, 630, uh, maybe 590 something because you don't have credit on your credit report um, or you see something on your credit report that you know you didn't do, then you need to go ahead and dispute that uh, or get with a tax a credit professional to get that taken off. Sometimes if you have family members uh, who have similar names, then um, certain things may be placed on your credit report, not with uh, out realization that it's actually you and not your family member whose credit was hit. Okay. But you want to go ahead and get that credit and you're going to accept it, fill the information out. They approve you uh, at 600, 630. When they approve you, that credit is going to go on your report. This is what I want you to do. I want you to Every month, go to the store, get a candy bar, swipe it, boom, right? Candy's a dollar and change or something like that. Or get a piece of fruit or whatever, right? And I want you to um, pay that back every month. What that's going to do is give you um, history, right? And the history is going to say every month, this she he or she has is been has been paying back their credit. They're worthy, blah, blah, blah. Or what you could do is um, 
have the credit card, not use it and have it as leverage. And every month is going to say you're in good standing, you're in good standing, you're in good standing. What I want you to do after that is I want you to start adding trade lines to those to that credit. Add trade lines to the credit. And what I mean by that is this. I want you to go to dsxdesign.com. I want you to go to Ox Publishing. I want you to go to Horizon Card Services. I want you to go to these other places. This is building you up. This is for student investors. People who are interested in investing in real estate, redevelopment, et cetera, et cetera. This is what you do. This is the new. This is the start. Um, This is also helpful for individuals who are not in school right now, but are working full time and have a clean slate. Okay, on their credit. And this is what I want you to do. Add those trade lines to your report. Some of them require you to pay a monthly fee, $20, $25. Some require you to pay a yearly fee of $59 and purchase one item from the store. It just depends. Okay. But the point is, you're going to have a trade line. You're going to have trade lines that last over a period of time and not trade lines that are just there for 30 days, you know, or you know, 60 days or 90 days. You you want the trade lines to be there for over a year. Imagine you start now as a freshman in college, right? You have no cares in the world except for studying for your exams, doing what you got to do, right? Maybe you want to get some money from mom, uh, get some money from dad or what have you, right? You get these credit cards you, and then you the money that you got from your parents, you go ahead and use to pay for the... Um, the, the trade lines, some trade lines, like I said, DSX design, you just pay a one-time fee for the year and purchase something off their website and boom, now you got $5,000 trade line on your credit report. Um, what this is going to do is this, once you finish college, right, or you become more of an adult, this is going to give you the leverage to get that Chase Sapphire card that's going to offer you fifteen or twenty thousand dollars. That American Express card that's going to offer you ten, twenty thousand dollars. That business credit card that you need for the new business that you're trying to start. Maybe you're trying to start a candy store or something like that in the school. Boom! Here we go. Schoolcandy.com or something like that. You now have the credit to do that. Okay, so this is this is the purpose of doing this. You're building. You're basically building your wealth over the course of your college life. And in doing so, what that's going to do is that's going to give you leverage when you become an adult, have kids ready to build your real estate empire uh, or your business empire for that matter. Now you have the ability to start that uh, that development process. OK. And try to get your parents involved with this, ladies and gentlemen, youngsters, get your parents involved with this. Get them to understand what it is that you're trying to do. You're building family wealth. You, you maybe you want to build a portfolio for your family so that if, if you know, your parents get sick or 
you know, somebody gets sick or something like that, they have a place to stay, uh, you know, and money coming in to where they don't have to rely on their nine to five to live uh, or, you know, retirement money. You have the ability to do that now. Okay, you have the capability to grow your assets right now so that four years down the line, once you finish college, five years down the line, if you're a doctor or attorney or or plan on being an attorney five, six years down the line. Now, not only do you have a great job, but you also have great credit. You don't have to mess your credit up and then end up having to go through problems that most people in this world go through because they didn't know, because they didn't have the knowledge. They didn't understand the process of credit to debt. They didn't understand the process of building wealth through real estate. But you learned early on and now is the time for you to do it. Okay. If you have questions, please email me at michaelrazor1 at gmail.com, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-Y-S-O-R, the number one at gmail.com. You can also go to my Instagram account, that's Mike, M-I-K-E underscore A underscore R-A-Y-S-O-R. That's M-I-K-E underscore A underscore R-A-Y-S-O-R. Go ahead and follow me and then message me on the direct message. Um, If you have questions, if you're trying to figure things out, just let me know. Also, too, go ahead to Amazon, Amazon Amazon.com and pick up my book, The 90 Day Blitz for the Newbie Real Estate Professional. Okay, it's uh, under my name, Michael Razor, um, M-I-C-H-A-E-L-R-A-Y-S-O-R. It's three dollars and ninety nine cents, literally less than a cup of Starbucks coffee. Okay. Well, depending on the size you get, right? Uh, Yeah, and then maybe we could work on some type of uh, development play with you, with real estate, give you a plan of action, do a one-on-one, you know, consultation, see where your mind is at, you know, whether you're a college student or you're not a college student and you're trying to build this thing up, we will get you to that next level, we'll get you to that point, you know? Sometimes we have to learn, ladies and gentlemen, there's there's knowledge. If you don't know, you don't know. You can't be faulted for the things you don't know. All right. And then the next thing is, you know, building out of your university. See, the thing is, when you get out of college, you're going to have student loans that you have to pay back and what have you. You understand what I mean? Now, this is what I want to tell you. Don't use your credit for your student loans. Don't do it. Do not do it. I'm telling you right now. Don't offset one debt for another debt. All right. It's just going it's first going to drop your score. Number one. And then two. And then reason why is because credit. The creditors look at student loans differently than they look at regular credit. Okay, so you don't want to do it. Just pay. Talk to the student loan people. Um. Do a deferment or whatever you have to do if you need to postpone payments uh, in the beginning and then work on, you know, paying down the student loans, um, you know, over time. All right. 
All right. So that's going to be the show for the day, ladies and gentlemen. If you have questions, reach out to me. Um, I'd be happy to answer them. All right. I'll be talking to you soon. Y'all have a wonderful day.